From the podcasting studio in the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is Residual Culture. A media mixtape. I'm Joey Lovato. And I'm Ben Birkenbein. And Ben, we are starting a series today. I, you know, it's uh, it's like the dawning of a new era. Yeah, here. a, th- a th- three-part series? Oh, we're well, gonna, we'll, we'll start see. with three and maybe we'll add. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see what the response is as well. So let us know if you like uh, this idea of, of doing a series of episodes. And the idea here is to have some shorter episodes, but just have them really focused on one specific thing. And then we'll do that over the course of like, you know, two or three different episodes. Yeah, so the, uh, the series is called, um, we're going to call it Deep Cuts, I think. Deep Cuts. Deep Cuts. So the idea behind this one is we're going to try to specifically be obscure for you. <laughs> So we've done an episode in the past on like underrated movies, and those are the things that we thought were particularly underrated, but this is a little bit different. We're going to take deep cuts, from, and that can mean a couple different things. I think number one, it can be if we think of uh, some well-known artist, and we have a particular song that maybe not everybody has heard, but we think is like, you should really check out this song because that's also a great song. That's Mm. one. It's kind of classic, either B-sides or rare, rare uh, cuts or something like that. I think that'll be more you than me. I'm not as well versed in the musics. All right. Well, I got a couple of those. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is to say like, all right, let's just take, just try to specifically get obscure and like, just think yeah, about find some like weird bands that maybe you haven't heard of that you might like. Exactly. So we're going to focus this one on music. So this is going to be deep cuts, music, deep cuts, music, Ben musical deep cuts. What's your first deep cut? All right, I've, I've divided <laughs> into it. I've actually divided them into so famous artists that you know, uh, and then I've got more obscure stuff later. I think. All right, let's start with let's start with the songs that like. What's a famous artist that I would know? The Beatles. Oh, I know them. I've heard of them. <laughs> I thought I'd start off with probably perhaps the most famous band, certainly on my list, right? Um, I think of all time. And I don't even know if this necessarily... They have to be the most famous band of all time, right? They're definitely up there. I'm not sure about globally, but, you know, because, like, Bob Marley is also up there globally. Okay. But the Beatles are certainly huge. Yeah. Now, and here's what's even... I'm even going to go... I don't even know if this counts, because I'm going to go to the White Album, which is one of their most critically acclaimed albums. I was going to say, I know the White Album. Of course you do. Yeah. But I just want to specifically draw people's attention to one particular song on that album. Okay. Okay. It's called Helter Skelter. I know the song Helter Skelter. Not a very deep cut. Not a very deep cut. It's like but, a paper but cut. Like I said, we're, we're starting. I don't want to just overwhelm people because uh-huh. they're going to be like, this is, I have no idea what this stuff is. But sure. I'm going to say, you go back and listen to that song. Helter Skelter. And tell me that in whatever, 19, whenever the White Album was, 70, whatever, you tell me that's not the roots of like punk and hardcore or, or heavy <laughs> okay. metal. Like, okay. Because that, I just continuously think about that song because- even after, you know, the proto kind of garage rock scene in the 60s, there's just something so discordant and like just hardcore about that song. Really? I mean, it's interesting. You got to go back and listen to it. It's like yeah, yelling and it's really heavy. Um, so Helter Skelter by the Beatles. Helter Skelter by the Beatles. It's a, from, from my first paper what cut. A, I was going to say, yeah, what a, what a coming out of the gate swinging with a big band. You know, I thought we were trying to find small ones here, but yeah, I, I, I don't have any songs from popular bands that I don't think people would know. All right. Because well, I only listen to the popular songs from bands. How many do you have on your list, by the way? Have you got like a lot? You've got like How 10? many bands do I have? Let me see. You just did, we should have done this off air. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Okay, this will work out. So why don't you go next? Okay, I got a band. Okay. Um, and I don't think they're like the most obscure, but okay. um, I think that- We're easing into it. We're easing into it. Um, Sun Kill Moon. Oh yeah, Sun Kill Moon. I actually know Sun Kill Moon. Yeah, um, 
really good. Really, uh, you know, I, I do love me some some sleepy rock. You know, I, I think I've mentioned on the show I love the yeah. National. And Sun Kill Moon is kind of like the next... Then you're looking out the window. No, and I was trying confused. to sniff away from the microphone. Oh well, now you've just ruined everything. Okay. Um, <laughs> Starting off good here. So, so Sun Kill Moon. Um, they're kind of the sleepy rock, and I think they're kind of the next evolution of the National in a way. You know, it's just I think it's just one guy actually. It is one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think like one of the best songs from that. Well, Ben is my friend is actually a really really good song. I like it. <laughs> I like it already. Ben Ben was like. Almost I was taken lost aback. In, I was lost in thought because there's this other band that I remember from that same time, and he might be the lead singer of that band called the Red House Painters. Oh, I don't know. So that that's even more obscure. That's a that's I don't the know deepest. If, I just I, for see, some reason I come I in with a deep like, cut, and Ben's like, I got a deeper cut. For some reason, I seem to I associate Red House Painters with Sun Kill Moon, and I don't know if it's just because I, I found out about him at the same time or what. Yeah. But there's this great song by him, um, and it's like uh, Cassius Clay was hit more than Sonny Liston. And I, okay. that's how it starts, and I don't know the name of that song. Huh. Um, yeah, yeah, there's some really good. That's some really good music. Yeah, Ben's my friend. It's a it's a good one. But then um, I think it's called the the one I really really like by them. It's like the song that got me into them. I think it's called "I Know It's Pathetic, But Last Night Was Amazing," or "I Know It's Pathetic, But It's Like a Really Long." I know it's pathetic, but but that was uh. Hold on, the sc- song is scrolling on my Spotify. It's such a long title. Yikes! I know it's pathetic, but that was the greatest night of my life. It's a really sweet song. Yeah, he, you know, and that's the other thing about him is that he's got real sweet kind of songs. Sweet, but um, a lot of his songs are about losing people to drug use, overdoses. Definitely. A lot of uh, heroin blues. Um, I believe, uh, is it uh, Carissa, I think is about either his cousin or his sister dying. Okay, this is really interesting because I know Sun Kill Moon from like 99, 2000, mm-hmm. 2001. And though, I'm guessing that the song, I don't recognize those song names. Yeah. But there's a there's this album that's sort of like sepia colored or whatever yeah, on yeah, the front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there was one even there was some tracks before that as well. But I'll have to go back and re-listen. I think it's a good yeah. Good among deep among cut. the leaves is like the album that I like, which came out in 2012, I think. Okay, so, so. that's later. I I don't I yeah. stopped following him. I I don't. Yeah, I, I think he's actually relatively popular, but he's kind of an indie darling. A lot of people like him. But yeah, if you haven't heard Sun Kill Moon, uh, sleepy sleepy sweet and sometimes sad songs. I like it. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of a band called Radiohead? <laughs> You're killing me, dude. <laughs> uh, I, I refer to Radiohead as overrated head. Yeah, no. So you're not going to get much blowback on here, but this is why I put this on my list because there's so many people out there that love Radiohead, right? Uh, and I'm sure they've got, they can like rank their top Radiohead uh, albums. Here's the thing I don't like Radiohead. Yeah, I've never really liked Radiohead. Yeah, I don't either. I only had one Radiohead album. And it wasn't even an official album. I think it was just a pirated album. Okay. Um, and it was called Fake Plastic B-Sides. Okay. And it's all rarities and like unpublished stuff. Interesting. That's the only one I listen to. And there's this one song, and I don't even know the name of the song because I don't, you know, I don't have like a track listing or anything. Yeah. Um, but man, Fake Plastic B-Sides, I believe is the, the album. And it's just all these B-Sides, like deep cuts. And I just thought, how appropriate yeah. that like I'm the guy that doesn't like Radiohead and yet I want to have Radiohead on my list as well. I, I think, I feel like you only like fake plastic B-sides because it's the B-sides. I honestly just love the, there's this one, I, I don't, I'll have to look it up off air or yeah. something and I'll, I'll see if I can find it because the idea is that I think it's one of their songs on their albums, mm-hmm. but it, this one is just like, it sounds like Tom York just like in his bedroom recording through like a really bad audio quality. Oh, yeah. But there's something about the aesthetic of that that makes it so much more like 
heartfelt and emotional and it doesn't come across as I don't know like because it's an acoustic version of the of the thing okay. it's like electrified acoustic right well we actually we brought this up I think two episodes ago with Paul Mitchell but mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar has a really cool album um, and it's just called Untitled Unmastered and it's literally just like him and his buddies like in the basement just like working on like stuff and kind of getting songs going and it's if you want to like kind of hear the creative process of a song I would recommend checking out some of those those songs there's just like Every every title on the track is just like untitled, like from a date. Nice. And I have not, because like the thing is with Kendrick Lamar, like I really like his stuff, but that's the, like he's an artist that I I I will like put on and listen to, and I don't like I've got him on and I'm doing other things, so mm-hmm. I I don't know album titles or song titles from him. So, so like, yeah, untitled. That's untitled. Perfect. That makes uh, sense, and it's it's good. It, it's it's you kind of listen to the creative process a bit, but um, yeah. Should I do my next one or that no? Was, that was kind of my next one. Have you heard of Johnny Cash? Oh my god, I I feel like such a fool. I feel like I've been played. No, no, no. Don't don't get me wrong. All right, I, this this is we're just going paper cuts here. All right, okay? all right, all right, all right. This is my last. Is it my last? This is, this is a it's popular somewhat artist. Of my, somewhat of my last paper cut. Is it? Is it? Is it? Uh, Ring of Fire? <laughs> no, no. But have you heard of a song called A Boy Named Sue? No. <laughs> Have you heard of this band called Journey? Yeah. Have you heard of a song called Don't Stop Believing? <laughs> it's a really obscure song that no one's heard of. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I have a seven inch, uh, a 45 uh, record of A Boy Named Sue. Sure. The B-side, however, is a song I actually like even more. And it's one of my favorite Johnny Cash songs. Okay. And it's called What Is Truth? Okay. I haven't heard of this song. It's... I mean, very clearly because of the song title, it's the most philosophical of Johnny Cash songs, I believe. I mean, at least uh, overtly uh, philosophical, where he's wrestling with the idea of what is truth. And the the chorus is, the lonely boys are crying, what is truth? And it's just this really interesting, good song. And so that's the last of my like major superstars that I want to do a B-side, but that's like... Uh, that's a deep cut. I feel like it's a deep cut. Yeah, no, that okay. Like, I don't. I don't know how many listeners have heard that song. I, I have not heard that right. song. Right, and if you think about Johnny Cash, you're certainly not thinking about what is truth. But I do. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Okay. All right. What else you got? Um, actually, the next one is uh vaguely popular. He's really popular, but I don't think with people that actually listen to music because he's not a very good musician. But his songs are really, really weird. Okay. Goofy, kind of fun and childish. His name is Bill Wirtz. Bill Wirtz. It sounds yeah. vaguely familiar. I'm guessing but I don't... you don't know him, but I'm no, guessing no. a lot of people in my generation do know him. Um, he's like really big on YouTube, is why. Uh, and his okay. style of video is so so strange. I've never seen anyone that does anything like it. I would recommend if you listen to his songs, watch the video that associates with the song. I, I can't even describe it. There's lots of colors, and a lot of times whenever he says a word, it comes up on screen. It's 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 very strange. There's lots of like flying shapes. Do you know if it's words W E R W U R T S R R T Z Z right? Okay. W U R T Z. Bill Wirtz. Um. Let's check it out. And like, he does really interesting stuff with like with key changes and stuff like in the middle of a song. Like, and he won't. He'll do it on like an offbeat. So like you're not ready. Like you know, a lot of times like a verse will end and then it'll change key. He'll like in the middle of a verse just change key and all of a sudden you're like, ah, ah, it's all happening. I don't like it. (laughs) It's kind of hard to listen to sometimes, but his songs are also like super weird. I think he has like one called like Mount St. Helens where he's just like, Mount St. Helens is about to blow up and then I'm going to go to the store. And like, it's just like, it's a total stream of consciousness. Like none of it makes sense. 
Super goofy. Um, his songs are really short, too. They're usually like a minute. Okay. Maybe two. Um, so, yeah, Bill Words. He's weird. He's really weird. <laughs> I would not say he's a good musician, but he's a fun musician. It sounds fun. I will definitely check it out. He also, out of nowhere, like didn't like post any music for like a really long time. And then, like after like two years, he posted this twenty-minute-long video about the history of the world. <laughs> and then, like ne- everyone's like, "What that is this?" Nice. And then he never references it again. Like I was just like, "What? What was that?" Nope. Just I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, he's like, I don't know. I just wanted to do the history. And then he did another one, a history of Japan, like a year later. And then, like every once in a while, he just comes out with these like long, deep, interesting explainers about history. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. So, Bill words. Uh, have you heard of the Grateful Dead? <laughs> ah, you lied to me. <laughs> you lied to me. No, 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 no. Listen. That's I'm not a deep cut at all. Get I'm, out of here. I'm not doing a deep. I'm not doing Grateful Dead. I know. We have to cut okay. cut a little bit deeper. The Grateful Dead has so there's there's two side projects. Um, well, number one, there was the Jerry Garcia the Pizza Tapes, which are amazing. You should listen to that. I don't know that at all. But I'm not even going to go that the, that way. The Ungrateful Dead. <laughs> I'm not even going that way. I'm going for another side project of many members of the Grateful Dead called New Riders Purple Sage. Whoa. And I'm going to go. Don't even listen to everything they've ever done. But I want you to listen to one specific song. Okay. That song is called All I Ever Wanted. It is this really sweet, you know, late 60s, early 70s, maybe it's even mid-70s, like um, kind of slow jam. Like what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not even a slow jam. It's just a really sweet kind of song. And it like it, that song gets in my head a lot because it's got also like a steel pedal guitar or whatever. It sounds really sweet. It's really nice. Are you talking about just a steel guitar? No, not a. St- sorry, slide. Oh, slide, slide guitar. Slide yeah. guitar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like steel pedal. Don't they call it steel pedal or steel? They call it a, like a slide guitar. I, I thought I was a musician, but I'm I'm not. I've never played one. I mean, you know it, those classic country things that make the about. kind of yeah, yeah. You put like a metal slide on your finger and you go up and down. Yep, and it makes just like and it lays flat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that yep. thing. So yeah, new writers, purple sage, all I ever wanted. Okay. Um. Sex one's a band you recommended to me, so I guess it's another recommendation from you, technically, through my mouth. But uh, <laughs> the Dead Milkmen. Oh, they're huge. Are they huge? Well, to some. And I didn't know them at all. They were on MTV. Oh. Does that does that count? I don't think they would be big to my generation. Never. In fact, I just asked. Um, I think Paolo and Clay yeah. uh, were up in the lab, and I was like, "You guys ever listen to the Dead Milkmen?" And they're like, "What?" Yeah. Exactly. Um, they're fun. They're like a fun punk band. Yeah. Like, they- like they, they're like, uh, like there's like some. Well, they kind of talk about like they're like classic like punk stuff, but they kind of they I feel like they approach it in a nicer way. For it's some goofy. Reason. It's goofy punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's goofy, like goofy punk. punk. Yeah. yeah. So they sing about like big lizards in my backyard. Yeah, and, yeah. Or yeah. like like how he got his Camaro. Yeah. He's like yeah. he's like my parents drove it up from the Bahamas, and his friends like really. He's like they, they couldn't. He have. must be kidding. He's like he's I like, must be. <laughs> I am. I must be. The Bahamas are islands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, special thanks to listener and supporter Dave for also introducing me to the Dead Milkman. All right. And Dave, I will do this for you. Thanks to Dave's brother, Sean, for introducing Dave to the Dead Milkman <laughs> on his Fisher Price uh, record player. Oh, no. That's so, so cute. <laughs> so, like, uh, Dave's brother had the record. And I think then, like, I went over to Dave's, and Dave's like, You got to check this out. My, my bro- this is like one of my brother's records. And we I played on it. the Fisher Price record player. All right. Okay. So, Dead Milkman. Yeah. All right, now we're going to get, you know what? I, I also tried to get a little bit more um, variety in my genres. Okay. So I've done some country. I'm going to go one other country artist. Okay. Uh, Freddie Fender. Okay. Otherwise known as the Mexican Elvis. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you one song. Uh, lots of really good Freddie Fender, like greatest hits stuff out there, but 
Wasted days and wasted nights, I think. Or wasted days and wasted time. Wasted days and wasted... Wasted days and wasted time. Something like that. Okay. But anyways, yeah, you gotta you gotta check out Freddie Fender Wasted Days, Wasted Nights. Okay. I cool. think it's wasted nights. Um so I have two super groups on here that okay. I don't know if people uh, I think one of them is pretty well known and one of them maybe not so much. But um just if you don't know, I think I would like to just kinda talk about them a little bit, but them crooked vultures. Oh yeah, them crooked vultures. Yeah, yes. it's yes. so it's Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters and from and uh 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 well, Nirvana. Yeah, that's the, yeah. I couldn't think of Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was also thinking of the other members, right? Oh, because yeah. it's Queens of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age. I don't yeah. know that guy's name actually. And then uh, John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin, who's the uh, keyboard yeah. player. Yeah. So, um, them Crooked Vultures, super group. Um, they actually don't have like that much music. They have one album, I think. And also, I don't think the entire thing is that good, which is interesting. Okay. I think there's only a couple songs on there that are like worth listening to, but the whole album only has, I want to say, like. Maybe like ten songs, if that. But um, "New Fang" I think is the song that's really good by them. Nice. So interesting, interesting supergroup there, and you can kind of hear the influences from all of the different groups. Okay, so uh, and it weirdly doesn't always work. So okay, yeah. but it's still right. I still recommend a little critique on his deep cut there. Yeah, all yeah. right. I still recommend checking it out. I think it's an interesting listen. If you try and listen for Led Zeppelin, Queens of the Stone Age, and Nirvana slash the Foo Fighters in a band. You can kind of pick parts out of it, and I think that's what makes it so interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So you may uh, have expected me to have some obscure, like, punk or hardcore indie bands on my list, and I do. But yep. I'm not going to go there yet. Okay. I'm going to go hip-hop this time. Oh. Um, this was a B-side for me. All right. Uh, or a deep cut for me, and I because I only just learned about this group. I had not heard about this group. I totally missed this group. And it was thanks to uh, my friend Andre back in Oregon who posted about this band, this group. And I was like, what is this? I'm going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. The group is called Binary Star. And oh. the album is called Masters of the Universe. Okay. So apparently these two guys met in prison in Michigan and recorded the first version of this album while in prison. But then wow. when they got out, they found they got like this release deal. So they became this underground hip hop like group. And now they're back again. So they just released something again, I think. But this album is really good. Like, Interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. But like th- not only the content of the the rhymes are really good, but the rhymes themselves are really good. There's this really cool flow to the whole thing. Okay, It reminded me of this other um album that i had heard called um it was by a group called aim and they that album was called cold water music okay um but i was like this is like aim cold water music but like better if anybody knows who that is anyways binary star masters of the universe huh okay uh i think my next one's maybe my deepest cut i think i don't have that many deep cuts i think i'm a very normal music listener so it's hard for me but i'm gonna you know i'm trying here uh, so Big Red Machine is another super group. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, the guy, a guy from Bonnie Vare. I think like the main guy from from mm-hmm. Bonnie not named Justin something. Yeah, Justin something. Uh, and then uh, Aaron uh, Vernon. Justin, yeah, I think you're right. And then Aaron Dessner, uh, who who is the guitarist from the National. Okay. Uh, and so yeah, Big Red Machine. They just have one album. It's really interesting though. Every song is like a collab with a bunch of musicians. And there's like 40 or 50 musicians on this album, actually. Like they like collabed with. And there's only like eight or nine songs. Mm. So there's a lot of 
things going into every song. Um, and it's really interesting. It's similar to the National. It sounds kind of like the National and Bonnie Vare mixed together, kind of sleepy rock. Um, but it it does have this like interesting techno kind of thing going on in the background. That's kind of this this nice change of pace. Okay. Um, and so yeah, Big Red Machine. Uh, th- there's one called like Green Mile, I think, which is I think like probably their, my favorite song by them. But yeah. Interesting, interesting group. They, I don't know if they're going to do any more stuff together, but I, I would say it's it's a cool thing to check out. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get this one out of the way because um, if you do not know the band Dillinger 4... Uh, you've brought them up to me before. They're one of my favorite punk bands of all time. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go for uh, a song that is more difficult to find. Okay. Um, it is off of a 7-inch record, which I, which I have. Um, the song is specifically called an American band, and not band as in a musical group, but band as in you are banned from the swimming pool. (laughs) So an American band, uh, it's got one of my favorite like guitar, like chord progressions in the beginning, and I constantly get that in my head. Mm -hmm. Really cool song, um, available on one of their early seven inch records. Okay. But also you should just listen to everything Dillinger 4 does. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, you've you've brought them up to me multiple times. I think you've brought them up on the podcast. I'm sure that I have, and if I haven't, I just did again. There you go. <laughs> or for the first time. Um, my next one is maybe a band that you've heard of, but I think that they have more music than just the song that you've heard. Okay. And I'm also not going to say that they're a great band, but I think that they're funny. Okay. Uh, Ween. Oh, yeah. W-E- so like yeah. the song everyone knows about them is Ocean Man, which is a bad song. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they have some other songs. I, I don't necessarily want to say the, the titles of some of the songs on air. Okay, fair enough. But um, but yeah. So I I would just say like check out Ween's other stuff other than Ocean Man. There's some funny stuff in there. They have that album uh, White Pepper that I remember some people like yeah. really liking. Yeah. Look, yeah. Yeah. So Ween also I think like Ween fans are like super dedicated, right? They're yeah, like, they're yeah. Like people huge, that are into Ween are like really like, into Ween. Really into Ween. Yeah. yeah. I think that they're just a funny weird band yeah. that like people should listen to for other things other than Ocean Man. Nice. All right. Uh, I've got I've got a few more. Okay. But we'll just we'll just kind of yeah. blast through them here. Rap, rapid fire. Because here's what I'm gonna do. I want to rapid fire through just a couple that are actually really good. Or yeah, give me or something. three. And then I'm gonna end with like the, big the most obscure, crazy sound kind of stuff. Okay. Sure. So I've mentioned them on the the podcast before, but the Buddy Revels. Yep. If you do not know the Buddy Revels, that's B U D D Y R E V E L L E S. Love everything they do, they've done. Check them out. Same thing goes for a band called Bottomless Pit. If you don't know Bottomless Pit, you should. Bottomless Pit is uh, kind of the new iteration of a band called Silkworm from Chicago. Bottomless Pit, everything they do, very cool. What is what kind of music? Uh, this is these two are kind of indie, right? Indie. I would just say like indie, sure. writ large. Okay. Um, but you will definitely like them. And you asked for three, so I will give you one more. Uh, reggae artist Johnny Osborne. That's J. O-H-N-N-Y, Osborne, O-S-B-O-U-R-N-E. The most chilled out song I've ever heard in my entire life is Love Makes the World Go Round. All right. Sounds good. Uh, if I had to rapid fire some, um, Zeal and Arter, you, nice. you introduced me to them yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, they are like an interesting mix of heavy metal, uh, like almost like jazz and, and like chain gang. Yeah, like call and response kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really good. I think really powerful songs. So you like you listen to this and you're just like, like. And black metal. Yeah, black yeah. metal just like it's it gets like really heavy and you're like, oh man, this is this is good stuff. So um, really them. catchy. Yeah. Um, Lady Lamb. 
Never heard of Lady Lamb. The opposite of Zealand Arctic. Okay. <laughs> She's very like indie darling. Um, she has like that classic like uh, like who's um, uh, Lord is kind of like the one that okay. normalized that type of voice that like indie girl voice. But sure. uh, Lady Lamb kind of has that going on. But I think she's better than all of them other ones. Uh, she is very sweet and nice to listen to. Um, she also has a really good. I, did I bring? I think I brought this up on the podcast before. We're getting to the point where I can't remember. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but um, she she has an interview with WBUR Boston, I believe. Oh no, no, maybe it's Chicago. I'm not sure what station, but uh, on NPR, really good interview. Um, very humble girl, and she's got some really good music. Um, so yeah, check out Lady Lamb. And then the last one is Penguin Cafe Orchestra. Um, and so Penguin Cafe Orchestra, uh, I, I, you may have heard of them, you may have not. They are like a, a, a like they, they're just an orchestra, like they don't sing at all. But what's great about them is like they did a lot of the background music in Napoleon Dynamite, mm. which like is just really like so. If you like the, like the kind of background music in Napoleon Dynamite, you're probably going to like Penguin Cafe Orchestra. They're actually really easy to like work to and stuff. So um, there's them, and then oh, and then I guess one other one. Just while Ben is searching for his final song, is uh, is Tune Yards. They have I have a specific song by them, just Water Fountain, which is in a really really interesting time signature. Um, so if you want to hear something that's just kind of a little off, uh, it, it kind of it, it's it's hard to follow almost. It, it really kind of it it attempts to 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 challenge the listener a little bit. And so Water Fountain by Tune Yards. They are uh, they're an interesting band, and that's all of the bands that I have on my list. All right, let me do a rapid fire at the end here. I have um, one last thing that I want to mention, but I'll bring it up at the end because it's not a band. Okay, it's a so, music thing. So I'll just say for a uh, this is a cheating thing, but it's actually a collection of rarities and B sides. There's a collection <laughs> called Miami Sound, which is rare soul and funk from Miami, Florida, 1967 to 1974. Wow, it's amazing, Miami Sound. Now, for the other stuff. Okay, so here's the. Either these are these are like my deepest cuts. Some of my deepest cuts. Okay. The deepest cuts around. But they're so good. So I may have mentioned another punk band on the the program before called Screeching Weasel. Okay. Yes, I think Screeching so. Screeching Weasel is amazing. You should listen to them. I think you also brought that one up on the '90s music episode. Yes, very important. Uh, there is a side project from the bassist or one of the bassists from Screeching Weasel, uh, Danny Vapid. I believe he goes That's by the name. That's a great name. But the album or the 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 group is called Sludgeworth. Oh, Sludgeworth. I think you brought them up to me outside of the podcast. Outside the podcast, the album, the only album they released is called Losers of the Year, and it okay. is just really good. Like it's, it's a just, banger. It's not even a banger, like really heavy. It's just melodic and good. Like I don't even know how to explain it. Like it, it is. I guess you could classify it as pop punk, but it's it sort of soars a lot more, and the melodies are very good. Loser of the year, Sludgeworth. Losers of the year, Sludgeworth. All right. Another deep cut from that era. Um, there's another hardcore band, uh, kind of post-hardcore band or whatever, called Hot Water Music, which is a big, okay, big deal. Um, I've been listening to them a lot lately. But what I was reminded of was a small side project w- between one of the guitarists and then two other mem- like there's three uh, other members in the band. But it's it's a little bit more on the emo side, it's a little bit more on the post-hardcore sign- side, but it's called The Blacktop Cadence. That's a great name. <laughs> black black Blacktop Cadence. I like that name. And that album is so so good. All right, can I do I got two more and do then you have, I'm done. Uh, it occurred to me that like I had a bunch of dudes on my list, so I was like trying to specifically think mm-hmm. of a female artist that would also be a deep cut. Yep. Um, 
I believe, so the artist, she is a cellist, okay? But she does like heavy cello. And I don't know how to explain it, but she's been in like, um, I think she's performed with like Russian circles. Uh, Interesting. Or she at least opened for Russian circles. She's been in like, um, what's the um, uh, so broken social scene? I think she does. She's performed with them. Okay. But she has her own solo thing, uh, and I think it's called Helen Money. Helen Money. Helen Money. Okay. And I saw her live as well. I think she opened again for. I think it was Built to Spill actually, like in Eugene. I, that was the second time I had seen her. I was like, that was great. That was amazing. And I like, I saw you at this other place, the Russian Circles, Circles show and all that kind of stuff. So huh. she's really nice. Um, I'm on her mailing list. I don't know how big it oh, is. Yeah. I don't even know if she's still doing her, her stuff because I don't get anything anymore. But yeah. she's great. So Helen Money. And then, right. and then I just have my final one. Okay. Which is really obscure and like it's really wacky music as okay. well. I'm into it. I'm ready. So a little band called At The Drive-In who I've – talked about yeah and maybe you've heard of the mars volta right before um, maybe so anyways if you haven't well we got to talk about that later okay um in between the breakup of at the drive-in and the mars volta uh uh, uh, uh omar rodriguez and cedric cedric bixler savala created this side project called de facto okay it is <laughs> it is a reggae slash dub slash really weird electronic kind of thing um and they released an album called megaton shot blast okay it's it's out there but i'm just saying we're going for deep cuts so that is like you you know perhaps those other bands maybe you don't know about de facto so check it out all right then I'm done. Okay. Um. Just to wrap it up, I, I have this thing I discovered recently, and I think that some people may know it just because like they videos have a lot of views on YouTube, which is where I discovered it. They have like about a million views each or something. So maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't. But it's called uh, like a version. It's like the and it's done by I think a radio station or something. And basically they get like a version. Like a version. Okay. Not like Madonna's Not, like a virgin. No. No. Got like it. a version. And. Uh, Oh, sorry. My mic got caught on my You're, computer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, so they have like a lot of. But I, I always like when popular artists cover other popular artist stuff and like in like a totally different genre though. Okay. And so this is like just a bunch of artists covering stuff that's kind of not in their wheelhouse normally. And so like uh, Denzel Curry is like a is like a rapper and he covers uh, Bulls on Parade. Oh, nice. It's like pretty fun. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then like Phoenix covers uh, No Woman. Hmm. Um, like, like no woman, no cry, like the Bob Marley thing, or just no, no? Uh, uh, don't uh, know. Whitney's no woman. Okay, so it's like a song. Got it. I know. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, like Vance Joy covers like Elastic Heart. That's actually like a similar genre. Hmm. Uh, but then you have like Maggie Rogers, who's oh, yeah, pretty Maggie popular Rogers. now. Yep. She covers like the XX. Oh so yeah, they're actually also similar. They are. But so yeah, it's just kind of covers. They're fun. They're not, they're cool to listen to. Um, let's see, are there any other? Um. Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, is co- oh porcelain by Red Hot Chili Peppers is covered by Miguel, hmm. which is a really interesting one. Uh, Miguel's an interesting rapper. Hmm. Um, I like the Kooks cover Portugal the Man. So yeah, it's just like covers. I uh, I think they're fun. Um, so oh, Churches covers Kendrick Lamar. There's a good one. That's like interesting. interesting. Yeah. So yeah, uh, ASAP Rocky covers Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. That's solid. A, that's a great one. Solid. So yeah, if you like like covers, like those are actually like pretty fun to watch. 
Nice. So, yeah, those are some of Ben's deep cuts and my normal cuts. This has been, <laughs> yeah, so this has been Deep Cuts Music. Again, let us know what you think about this format. Uh, we're going to probably do this deep, we're going to do some deep cuts in other like movies areas. And stuff, yeah. yeah, as well. So, our our uh, song tonight, uh, as always, comes from People with Bodies. The song is called Finder. Yeah, that is also a little bit of a deep cut if you don't live in Reno, Nevada. So, check out, pe- check out People with Bodies. They're great. Actually, they're going to be opening. I just saw, and by the time this goes up, I'm sure it's still going to be happening, but they're going to be opening for Man Man. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, here no in way. Reno. Yeah, they're, so they're coming like uh, the middle of March. Oh, it's awesome. So yeah, so people with bodies, they're they're a good local Reno band. They yep. got some local Reno bands. Uh, you can also email us at residualculturepodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow and like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the other social media platforms. So residual culture. You can also uh, uh, support us on the Patreon. Yep. Uh, you can give us money, and you will hear more content from us. That's right. Because I'm sure you want. More of me and Ben. More deep cuts. You're welcome. More heart. Yes, a little more heart. So this has been Residual Culture. I'm Ben Birkenbein. And I'm Joey Lovato. Get into it.